0: Dearly beloved, you're gathered here today to mourn the end of the season for two NFL teams. One team without a quarterback. One team having done all that it could. One team having fought as hard as was humanly possible. And for the other team, know your place and shut your mouth, you jabronis. Welcome to the 4th and Short Podcast. You're thinking it, and we're saying it. Here are your hosts, Jason, Matt, and Trent. Hi! Welcome in to the 4th and Short Podcast. championship week edition it is i the self-proclaimed Steeler fan jason felt along with me the cheesehead of the south matthew peterson Matt, what up
1: what up so you think travis kelsey's pursues a career in wwe after his uh football career is over
0: oh heck yeah I think he's, he's at least good. gonna be guest starring i mean a la yeah. rock, but he's definitely going and he's gonna be i mean king of the trash talkers
1: yeah i think so too it's gonna be it's to good. I mean wait a way to hype your uh help hype your people up. I mean you need a little bit of that.
0: That's great. Oh, for absolutely. TV. Absolutely. No, that that was great. That was great and and well deserved, in my opinion. But uh welcome, in, everybody. Week championship week edition of the Fourth and Short podcast. Tonight we're going to talk about both games that took place yesterday. We're going to get into the coaching carousel, the the Head coach vacancies and the potential new hires, and what we think about that, and uh, kind of put a bow on the NFL season up to this point as we get ready for the Super Bowl, uh, otherwise known as the Andy Reid Bowl or the Kelsey Bowl. So take your pick. But uh, Matt, are, are are you looking forward to this matchup? This 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 Super Bowl?
1: No but I think it's going to be a very good game. I wanted, I, I'm with I, you. Honestly, I wanted Cincinnati to go. I don't care really much. I don't have a really an opinion on on Philly. I like Jalen Hurts, hmm, kind of Philly. I like Philly. I don't like their fans. And then on the other side of the ball, I like uh, Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid. They've been there before. I wanted to see Joe Burrow go get a win. Uh, but now it's kind of two key teams that I I kind of nominally like them both. And I think that it's going to be pretty evenly matched. So I think it should be a pretty good game.
0: I don't think we really have a dog in the fight. I mean, I'm definitely going to be pulling for Kansas city because as a Pittsburgh fan, I do not want Philly to win. Um, But that's just me. I mean, I part of me with the amount of Alabama players that play on Philadelphia between Devontae Smith and Jalen hurts, you know, or former, I should say uh, it would be nice to see them get a win, but you know, it's Philadelphia. that if Jalen Hurts any did not reason. leave
1: Alabama, he would not be in this position. He would probably be playing backup tight end somewhere in the NFL, and he would not be the starting quarterback on a Super Bowl team.
0: I would agree with that. And I think he knew that too, and that's why he did. Mm-hmm. You know,
1: It's just so. funny to hear all these Alabama people try and claim him now, and I get that he won a championship with you guys, didn't he? Right? He, did.
0: he did, but that yeah. was the same year that he got replaced by Tua in that game. That's right. That's right. It
1: was. Uh, so they're like, so, they're trying to claim him now. And it's not like you guys kicked him to the curb, but you kind of kicked him to the curb, you know? Yeah. So, well, he
0: could see the, writing okay. the wall for sure. So, okay.
1: Anyway. Well, everybody's going to, if he wins the super bowl, he's going to be like, we the
0: best Alabama quarterbacks ever.
1: But the reality is that you guys didn't even want him.
0: It's true. It's true.
1: Actually, use, I think Bart. Starr you guys Bart very Star- loosely. Did Bart Starr go to Alabama? I think he did, he right? He
0: did. He did. Yeah.
1: So he is the greatest Alabama. Uh, Joe Namath. We're Joe Namath.
0: Go? Yeah. Joe Namath. Alabama. Mm-hmm.
1: Can't say that too. Yeah. Bart Starr is probably the there, greatest Alabama quarterback ever. There's a
0: long history of Alabama quarterbacks, but it's long ago. Um, okay. It's definitely not recent. But uh, anyway, I think it will be. At least you guys
1: have people in the NFL now. True. You did not used yes. to have any quarterbacks in the NFL. No. You had AJ McCarron for a second, and that was about it.
0: Yeah. Well, and I mean, you got guys like Brody Croyle and John Parker Wilson, and you know these guys who who <laughs> <laughs> who? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, well, well, well done to at least for your 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 stint in Alabama. Uh, you know, well, at least. Thank you for what you did. So I do think it's going to be a good game, and we can talk about it here a little bit later. But I I think it will be a good game. I mean, you got Patrick Mahomes who is doing whatever he wants, regardless of the odds that he's facing, and against a Philly defense that is doing whatever they want too.
1: We gotta move on, or we may as well just talk about it now.
0: Okay. Well, let's move on. We need to give out some awards and uh, get into the games from this week before uh, before we talk about the big game in a couple of weeks. First and 10. All right. I am going to start by giving my shorty award to the very same Patrick Mahomes who on one leg and with no receivers, basically besides Travis Kelsey still gets it done against the Cincinnati Bengals who both you and I and many others, including those of you that are listening to this show, the majority of you picked Cincinnati to win that game yesterday, thought that with everything that he was facing and as well as Cincinnati had been playing, that it was pretty much a foregone conclusion. Cincinnati was going to go in, you know, including the history that they had already had, beating Kansas City three times in the last 400 days. So who would they
1: ask who, who they talk to about that. I mean, like, what do you think about the rivalry between you guys and Cincinnati? Like do we have Chris Jones, one? The Chris Jones. Yeah. Chris Jones said it's not, yes. a, it's not a rivalry. A rivalry.
0: Yeah. yeah. And he's right. Uh, it, I mean, and they'd all Stout been three is. point games. So they'd all been close, but you know, up until this point, Cincinnati had their number and, and some teams just have other teams numbers like that. And, and, but Patrick Mahomes, I suppose kind of like Tom Brady in his heyday, obviously not now. You just can't bet against him in big games like this, especially at home. And and he showed why he is going to win the MVP this year. He yeah, showed why. I think why. that's a poor, wrong conclusion. Yeah, absolutely. It, it's, I know that the postseason doesn't play into it, but I mean, nobody can I really think that the only two people stuff.
1: who are going to get, well, there's obviously recency bias, I think. Uh, well, and sure. I, there's only two people really, who are in contention for it, in my opinion. I think it's Patrick Mahomes and Jalen Hurts, and I think that Patrick Mahomes is making his case much stronger than
0: Jalen Hurts is. I agree. And maybe it's because he has to do more. You know, Hurts has not had to deal with the injuries. I mean, he lost two receivers in this game. Juju Smutscher sure. and Miko Hardman, both go out in this game. He's left with Marquez Velda Scantling, and you well know, uh, as a Packer fan, that that's not something you want to rely on. Nope. And sure Sky Moore who is a rookie so obviously he's got Travis Kelsey so he's got the ultimate check down the ultimate safety net his running backs did enough to bail him out a couple of times but he's literally on one leg in the moment that it mattered most he ran he ran the ball for a first down obviously more happened after that to move him even closer to field goal range we'll talk about that in a second but but Patrick Mahomes did what he needed to do, and he did not necessarily look comfortable. There were some throws that were bad because he just he didn't have the use of both of his legs, um, but he just did what he needed to do. So, man, huge, huge shout-out and shorty to Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid, too, just knowing what you've got to do with your guy and being able to work with him on that. So that's my shorty. I know, What's and it's guy?
1: also that they're so one-dimensional. The Chiefs have one dimension, and it's Patrick Mahomes. They don't have anything else, Mm -mm. which they brought up the point. The announcers brought the point in the middle of the game about, well, how come they're so bad at third and short? Because that's a running down, and you can't run the ball.
0: That's why you're so bad
1: at third and short.
0: All right, who are you giving your shorty to?
1: Uh, I will give my shorty to your man, Travis Kelsey, because he went out there. He there was a bunch it. of drama before this game even started with Mayor Cincinnati being like Arrowhead, more like Burrowhead.
0: Did you, you know, watch that then, video?
1: I saw it after the fact.
0: Unbelievable. Just-
1: I didn't know what he was referencing at first. And oh, then, really? Right. And then I looked it up at like, oh, okay, that's what he's talking about.
0: Yeah. But so he basically, said, he, called, he called Joe Burrow, Patrick Mahomes' father. Yep. Declared the twenty ninth like a holiday in Cincinnati or something like that. I don't remember. And obviously it, referenced the whole Burrowhead thing.
1: All good fun. All good fun. I, I go sure, ahead. Sure, I, I don't sure. mind him getting. I don't mind him yeah, getting, yeah. Uh, involved in this. Go ahead. Talk a little. No, tonight. but you
0: got to take your lumps when it doesn't go. Oh, your you got to take
1: your lumps. Yeah. And I think that uh, I think he's took a lot of lumps because you know <laughs> the whole city is going to be pretty uh, disappointed when they got the ball back. I thought for sure they were going to win. When Cincy did. And then they completed that third and ability. Oh, yeah.
0: I was the like, 16, nope. They're third about and to go like, Yeah. I was like, all I got to do now That's... is go
1: down Thought and score the field and they won this game. Like they're about to win. And then they did the same thing. Yeah. I mean, golly. But okay. So the, I get Travis Kelsey. He called them out. And as you heard in Jason's uh, cold open here, he called out there and uh, he, he went full Travis Kelsey mode, told them to basically shut up censored version (laughs) call him a jabroni and it is usual you gotta fight for your right to party so well well done travis kelsey you get a you get a shorty for that one
0: the the, calling him a jabroni that was the best part it was i mean it was it was just so good and and man i i just loved it so much so anyway all right well it's time to give out some chef dudes oh i hate that guy And I'm going to give a Shefty out, although, obviously, even up to the end, they had a chance to win this game, to the Cincinnati defense, who you're playing a man with one leg, and he has no wide receivers. How in the world are you not getting more pressure on Patrick Mahomes? He got sacked twice, but it felt like, and you just referenced how poor uh, Kansas City's run offenses, especially on short yardage situations on third down, how do you not get more? Uh, how do you not get more pressure on Patrick Mahomes in a situation like this, especially late in the game? How do you not get better containment to let him run on that on the last play? How do you not get more pressure on him? I mean, and I know it's Patrick Mahomes, and you still have Travis Kelsey out there, so you have to double team him. But come on, now. The other guys you put your best defenders your best secondary defenders on those guys and rush everybody else on Patrick Mahomes as much as you can put him on the ground. I mean
1: they did successfully the couple drives before a,
0: a couple of times, but they only sacked him twice. Uh, I'm trying to find the they they had they only had five QB hits the entire game.
1: oh, they almost come in the second half then. 'Cause I felt like they were getting there. They were getting home in the second half.
0: Maybe, but five, that's still not enough. As good as Patrick Mahomes is, he's like okay, not not that we're comparing him to Tom Brady, but there's a lot of similarities here. Because Tom Brady, when Tom Brady got hit, that's when Tom Brady got rattled. When Tom Brady was on the ground, he was not at his best. When Nobody he was is. able to sit Nobody well, is Well, sure. Yeah.
1: It's tough. No, I get the point that you're making. It's tough to throw the ball when you got somebody beating your face in, you know.
0: Especially when you only have one leg to throw the ball.
1: Especially when you're one dimensional and you can't run the ball to take the pressure off of that.
0: Exactly. Exactly. So all
1: you know is you got to go get the quarterback every single. Like I put my forget the 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 big guys. I put my pass rushers in on every single play.
0: Absolutely. You want to beat us? Go. You have to know. Basically, you have to dare Kansas City to run the ball. If you're going to be rushing every time or, or, you know, run the ball through the air with the dump off screens. But then you got to, you just got to understand that. That's a possibility.
1: Pacheco and McKinnon were quiet this game.
0: Exactly. At one point, didn't have anything
1: like there wasn't even any checks downs to him or nothing. Mm
0: -mm. Like two catches
1: or something stupid.
0: Pacheco was 10 for 26 on the ground. He was five for 59 through the air.
1: Oh, that's decent through the air then.
0: I mean, he was okay, but a lot of that was like little check down stuff. Again, they, they were figuring out a way to get it done, but I think a lot of it had to do with Cincinnati was not getting it home. And come on, uh, you know, they were all over Josh Allen last week. Mm-hmm. I mean, why can you not do that to Kansas City? So I'm not going to say this is the reason why they lost this game, but Shorty or Shefty to Cincinnati's defense for not getting better pressure on on Patrick Mahomes when clearly he's not 100%. So I was originally going to give
1: my Shefty to the man who pushed Patrick Mahomes, number 58, I forget his name, at the end of that play that put them in field goal range, and he still deserves a Shefty. But honestly, I'm going to give my Shefty to Adam Schefter because he's already stirring up the whole Aaron (laughs) Rodgers thing. Yeah, Shefty gets a Shefty. How about that?
0: Oh, I love it. He's already
1: stirring up the whole Rodgers thing again. Now he's like... Rodgers, yeah, yeah, you know they're looking to move him. Rogers ain't happy. It's like, yeah, if you say it enough, eventually Rogers is gonna have to retire, and then you'll be right. So congratulations, Schefter. He just
0: wants to be the first one that's right. I mean, shut I don't the understand, front door, Schefter. <laughs> For real, I don't understand how. It seems like in other sports, we you don't have this. Like, I, I'm a, obviously I'm a baseball fan, and the big news in the off season was where Aaron judge Judge from the Yankees was going to sign. And a reporter on Twitter came out and said that he was going to, that he signed with the San Francisco giants. It was not true. It had not happened yet. And not only did he say that he signed with the giants, he called him arson judge in his, in his tweet. So didn't didn't even, didn't even say his name right. And he got crucified. I mean, absolutely destroyed. How in the world, does that is it just because he's been around for so long and he works for ESPN that Adam Schefter gets away with this kind of garbage? I don't know. Uh,
1: I I don't know anymore with that dude. Hmm. Maybe maybe ESPN. Like, how does he have any credibility left? <laughs> I just I just I don't know. Will Rogers get traded? He actually might this this season. I mean, from a from a team perspective, it makes sense. But it's like the dude has something out for Aaron Rodgers. Like he hates him personally for some reason. I don't know why. He just, so congratulations, he just... Shefty. Have a Shefty. Now <laughs> uh, we gotta we gotta deal with this offseason drama. Uh, the The Super Bowl is gonna be one my one last like sigh of normalcy and one my one last moment. And then I gotta brace myself for an entire offseason. This is far <laughs> all over again, man. Except I've got it really is it's. I've, except I've got Shefter out there. Lying and saying stupid things the entire time. Whatever, dude. Mm. (laughs) Look, Rogers doesn't need any help with drama. He really does. He's
0: he's definitely got that one down.
1: Yeah, he's got that one down. And now Schefter is gonna go out there and just dog pile on top of it. I'm just like, man, wake me up when the season starts again, and then just let me at that let no let me know at that point who my starting quarterback is.
0: Mm. Well, it will be fun to watch. I'm gonna at least uh, enjoy the the drama as it goes on.
1: Yeah, you do that.
0: Just, just for you. All right. Well, let's talk about the two games that uh, took place yesterday. Put a bow on them before we get into some coaching conversations. Second and long. All right. So starting with the NFC championship game, the Eagles. Throttle. I mean, there's no other word for it. The San Francisco 49ers 31 to seven. Now. When this game started, it was going to have to be a game that San Francisco kept very close. They were going to have to rely on their defense. And as we have said, since he came in and all postseason, Brock Purdy was just going to have to do enough to keep them in the game and not lose the game. Right. And Philadelphia goes down the field, scores a touchdown on a, on a pass play that probably was a drop. And they did the right thing. They got up to the line and ran got a play before it challenged. The off. Yes, they be And and you can't argue with that. So I mean, it is what it is. And scored a touchdown on the next play. And it was a fantastic attempt by Devontae Smith. I mean, just an unbelievable one handed diving catch on fourth down, too. So just did a gutsy the who call. Did he one also got
1: hit in the helmet later? I don't know. No, that was that was Joe Burrow. That was Joe Burrow. Never mind. Joe Burrow threw a pass and like literally bounced off his guy's helmet. And you're like, uh, oh, yes, guys, yes,
0: yes. They threw off Jamar Chase's helmet. Yes, I did see that. So San Francisco is down 7 nothing. Purdy comes in, and uh, within just a few plays, Brock Purdy is hit as he's throwing the ball. It is, after further review, a fumble because it comes out of his hand and as his hand is going further, he like punches it in the air. So it looks like an incomplete pass, but it's clearly a fumble recovered by the 49ers. Purdy goes out. He is shaken up. The Eagles go down and score a touchdown. It's 14 nothing. So when when the 49ers are coming back out on the field for their second drive, Brock Purdy is not with them. Yep. Josh Journeyman yep. Johnson is coming out on his 13th NFL team. And he's he's going to be the quarterback. This is his 13th team. Okay. Yeah. He is trying his best to get on all 32. Um, But he comes out. uh, It came out actually just a little bit ago that Brock Purdy tore his UCL and his elbow. I I
1: wonder if you're going to bring that up. Yes. Did you see, though, you could tell that Josh uh, Johnson was not ready because they had three, I think, three delay of games. Part of it is he couldn't hear. And but then he also, you know, wasn't familiar enough with what was going on that he I mean, they were taking delay a game after delay a game after delay a game.
0: And I mean, maybe that's a little bit on Shanahan and San Francisco coaching staff. Not that you go into a game expecting your starting quarterback to get knocked out, but you gotta at least give your backup a chance. God forbid something like this. They happened. were
1: still in it when he was
0: when he was playing. And they were. They were. I mean, it it was, what, 14-7? Christian McCaffrey had an amazing touchdown run. He did. How many tackles did he break on that? I mean, like, four tackles. Just bounced him off the long run to make it 14-7. Josh Johnson comes back out. Uh, I think they stopped the Eagles on their next drive. And so when San Francisco had a chance to go back and tie it at 14, uh, Johnson gets... Laid out by Hassan Reddick, and big props. You know, an honorary shorty to Hassan Reddick, who had just a monster day for the Eagles. He was always in the backfield. Just, just incredible day for the Eagle defense. And he hits Josh Johnson, clean hit. But when Johnson goes down, his head slams on the turf, Ka-bing. and he's he is out. Yep, and he got the two a uh, uh, treatment. Yep, he had to be gone at that point. What in the world? If you're the 49ers, I mean, they said Kyle Juszczyk was their emergency QB.
1: Well, I saw them. The announcement even pointed out they were briefing Christian McCaffrey on the playbook. They're like, okay, They had McCaffrey
0: basically uh, set up to be the Wildcat quarterback. Yep. And I think they ran a few plays like that, and it didn't do anything. So then on the next drive, Purdy comes back out. And so massive props to Purdy. But everybody... In that stadium, everybody that was watching knew the man couldn't throw the ball. And everybody on that Eagles defense knew they couldn't. he couldn't throw the ball. And so when he went out, it was, okay, what's going to happen now with San Francisco? And when Josh Johnson came out and an injured Brock Purdy had to come back in, it was clear this was not going to be a game. It was a route. It was a
1: complete route at that point.
0: And it's unfortunate. I mean, you hate to see anybody's season go down like that. It wasn't because of play, you know, Alone. I mean,
1: this is the same team that knocked the Packers out of the NFC championship. I know you don't. I did not mind seeing them go down like that at all. I felt bad for Brock Purdy, but I didn't mind seeing the the 49ers go down. I was like, all right, you didn't. Good on you.
0: As a football fan with no dog in the fight and one who didn't want to see Philadelphia win, this was not the game that I had hoped to see. I mean, this was, this was a game against the one versus the three defense. I mean, this was supposed to be a great game. And and props to props to Philadelphia for doing what they needed to do to put up 31 points. I know they had a short field for a couple of those because of turnovers, but but they put up 31 points on the number one defense in the league, and and that defense tried as hard as they could. Uh, but you can only ask so much. So yep. uh, this this is when Purdy goes or when it, when Purdy comes back in, I should say it's clear he can't throw the ball. The offensive line was not good.
1: Okay, it was. I'm a. I am agree with everything you said. I wanna I wanna pick a little bit on the Eagles though. Jalen Hurts is did not look good the entire game. Like I, he didn't look good. He was checking down. The dude threw for 121 yards. This was not a dominant performance by him. He doesn't have a good deep ball. I, Hertz was not actually that good in this game. I get okay, number one defense, totally get it. Uh, I, yeah, that that's about the performance I would expect against the number one defense. But still, you kind of gotta sit there and go, hmm, okay. Uh, that was actually a little bit rough. If they, I I feel like they got lucky in the beginning. I think that if they don't get the two turnovers in the in the, at the start I don't don't think that this game goes the Eagles way I think that the the Eagles got lucky I think that they would have I'm... lost that game have, without the two turnovers without Brock Purdy going out I don't think the Eagles win that game and oh, I agree. The, the score looks like it was a complete blowout which I mean I guess it was but man that shouldn't have been a blowout just kind of watching it through the first half the 49ers should have won that game
0: and that's why that's why going into the Super Bowl we're looking at strength on strength it's it's going to be interesting but but i agree with you i mean this it's it's and then maybe that's why i'm 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 most disappointed at the result of this game and what it what it turned out to be is because we didn't get to see what this game could have or should have been
1: mm-hmm.
0: i mean th- this this was supposed to be a really 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 this was supposed to be two great championship matchups and one of them was and one of them yep. because of You know, situations and circumstances outside of really anybody's control. I definitely think
1: these were the best four teams in the NFL. They, they, I agree with
0: you. I agree with you. Yes. I will, I will, I will, I I dogged on Cincinnati early. I doubted Philadelphia early, but I am here to say I totally agree with you. Uh, these were, I mean, what it, it was, it was, uh, well, I guess it was one versus three in the AFC and one versus two in the in the NFC so
1: also I mean the four teams that were left they all had really stout defenses yes and the defenses made plays you know mm-hmm. you're not I mean okay yeah sure they scored 31 points but that's because the San Francisco defense was always on the field and the Eagles were getting short fi- short fields yes. uh the first half they didn't the Eagles ended up getting pinned in their uh their their end quite a bit but I mean, these are good four good defenses, and it showed up. You saw it with the pressure that they got on Joe Burrow uh, for the Kansas City. You saw it with, I mean, how San Francisco's defense was able to keep going back out there, and then you saw it with the Eagles' defense and just kind of their domination
0: uh, as well. Yeah. I think... Um... Man, I-, I was really hoping for, for Shanahan that he'd be able to get another crack at a Super Bowl. And I think he might. Okay, here's, here's a question before we move off this game. Speaking of San Francisco, depending on what happens with Purdy's health, what do they do at quarterback now?
1: They keep Purdy and they keep Lance. Lance is still so under a cheap contract. So they, Lance is so under a go, cheap contract and he becomes your number two. Purdy until you, you don't really know what you have with him still. you got a pre, pretty decent sample size and you think he can work. But you know what is he? Uh, is it was that a fluke? Was that a one thing? Because I mean, for goodness sakes, after Nick Bulls won the Super Bowl, you were about to declare him the league MVP. I mean, not really, <laughs> but I mean, you get it. So he yes. he didn't amount to anything. So I think that you got to keep Trey Lance. I think that you got to keep Brock Purdy, and you have them both under co- contract. So it's stupid not to. And then you let Jimmy G walk. Yeah, that's what I do.
0: I think what, it's I does think does it, it the hurt best. you
1: to keep Trey Lance? No. Is anybody gonna trade for him after not really seeing much from him and him tearing his ACL, right? Yes. what did he tear? ACL? Yeah. Yeah. Nobody's gonna trade for him. You can't move him. You gotta yeah. keep him keep two.
0: Yeah. Well, and you got two guys that are gonna be on cheap contracts so you could spend that cap space elsewhere. Because mm-hmm. I mean, you know, you're gonna have a full year of Christian McCaffrey. Yep. Um and that, you know, between him and Elijah Mitchell, you hope that you can share the load so both of them stay healthy. Yeah, you have obviously two,
1: you got two injury prone running backs and maybe two injury prone quarterbacks.
0: It's true. So it's I mean, rough. you're 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 kind of you're kind of dealing with, you know, you're playing with fire here. But if it works out, you've got an unbelievable offense. Yep. You know, if if you're if you're Kittle, if it works out that way,
1: McCaffrey and Samuel are all healthy. Man, that's three elite players at each of your skill positions.
0: I mean, is that the best three in the NFL? Probably. It's got to be up there. I mean, you've got, even in Kansas City, you've got Kelsey, Kelsey at nobody. tight end, but who at who wide receiver and who at running nobody. back?
1: Yeah, Andrews yeah. and nobody. Uh, I mean, that's got to be the best three.
0: It's got to be. Got Waller, it's...
1: but Waller's always like up and down and hurt and not, and I don't know what the heck. Yeah, that would be is.
0: close. That would be close. If Waller's healthy, you got Waller, Devontae, Waller. and Josh Jacobs. If he stays, Josh in Jacobs is going though.
1: Yeah, he's not staying mm-hmm. in Las Vegas. Eh, it depends on how they get a quarterback. Uh, here,
0: here's, here's, uh, here's the uh, stats that mean nothing before we move on from this game. But uh, we, what we didn't know, this is the map, the rematch that we wanted and didn't even know it, Brock Purdy versus Jalen Hurts. So, in college, they played each other. Did they really? Brock Purdy was at Iowa State, and Jalen Hurts was at Oklahoma, and they played each other with Oklahoma winning 42-41. to Oh, I didn't even know that. Here's the stat line for this. This is unbelievable. Brock Purdy, 19 for – now, again, this is Big 12 defenses, so take this with a grain of salt. We get it. Brock Purdy, nineteen for thirty for two eighty two and five. Wow. He also rushed fifteen for fifty five and a touch.
1: So six. Jalen Hurts,
0: eighteen for eighteen. Yeah, six touchdowns. Eighteen for twenty six, two seventy three and three. He also threw a pick and then rushed twenty two for sixty eight and two. Wow. Back in twenty nineteen. That's 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 uh, that's impressive.
1: Yeah. Kind of crazy. These guys yeah. are meeting again. Yeah. So, in other I words, the say... Big 12 is the quarterback uh, conference.
0: That's, Apparently, what that's what we're learning. All right, moving on to the next game. Kansas City beats Cincinnati in Arrowhead 23 yeah, to 20. Not
1: Burrowhead. Get that trash out of here.
0: That's exactly right, you jabronis.
1: Yeah, jabroni.
0: Um, <laughs> I'm just going to start using that. I, I don't know about you, but I feel I like when Trent, I say
1: jab- when Trent comes back on here, just randomly insult him and like come at him with something. Like if he says something and you disagree, just come at him and then call him a jabroni after you get done.
0: <laughs> know your place, shut your mouth, you jabroni. Oh, jabroni. <laughs> what do you? I feel like I should be living in the 1920s when I'm calling somebody a jabroni. I mean, what is what in the world? I, I, I mean, I love remember. it. Look, I love it. I love it, but I I just don't. I'm. I find it hard that. It, to 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 see how it fits in. Do you know what jabroni lingo. means? Anyway. Oh, please tell me. I'm sure you're going to. Sure. A
1: foolish or contemptible person.
0: Oh, man, there's so many uses for that.
1: I know. Apparently, this may also be the jabroni show.
0: <laughs> oh, 100%. That's our tagline. Fourth is short podcast full of jabronis. Full of jabronis. <laughs> the jab- oh, that's the title for this week. The jabroni show. <laughs> I like it. All right. So in this game, Kansas City stepped it up when it mattered the most. Uh, This was a tight game early. It was 13 6 at halftime. Um, Kansas City had a few stops uh, right there at the end of half, right at the goal line uh, to hold Cincinnati to three. And, uh, but like you said, man, when Cincinnati had a chance with the ball, man, what killer. They were tied. I thought it was over.
1: Remember how I talked about how the last two minutes of the Dallas um, San Francisco uh, Francisco game was was stupid? Yeah. The last 40 seconds of this game was stupid. They kick it. Okay? They punt it. All I have to do is just routine punt. Punt it to them. Tackle them. We're good. Okay? No. They punt it and let the Sky Moore fella return. Get a great return. Okay. So that's problem number one. Then after that, uh, they let, well, did something else happen before the Patrick? Okay. I don't remember. But then the Patrick Mahomes run, like literally, even after all of that, we're good. Just don't let Patrick Mahomes run for yards, which they did. And then don't commit a personal foul and give him 15 more, which they did, which made it an easy field goal. You know, they they took it from a sixty-yard field goal to like a forty-yard field or forty-five-yard yep. field goal or something oh, like that. Or 50 fifty-plus, yep. like a fifty-eight-yard field goal down to a a, a forty-something-yard uh, field goal. Just yeah, it was it? Would, it stupid. would have been a sixty,
0: and then it became a forty-five. Yeah, stupid
1: play by the end by the the Bengals at the end of that game, just ridiculous.
0: Yep. But then also, oh, yeah. I mean,
1: everybody says that the refs helped out the 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 Chiefs. They did it wasn't as great as egregious as everybody wants to make it seem because a lot right. of stuff yes. like, yeah, they, I mean, that was the right thing to do. The guy was trying to stop the play. The ref's trying to stop the play and they just weren't able to, to stop him, like to get it in. Mm-hmm. Nobody saw him. Nobody, nobody cared.
0: But yeah. And, and there and was the some
1: thing. ref interference as well. Uh, well, I'm not going to deny that.
0: It wasn't, it was, but it, that has been, that has been the theme of this year. I mean, we know that the refs are going to be an issue. And this is why Joe Burrow, you can't get sacked five times and throw two picks. Yeah. I mean, that's that's honestly, that's the difference in the game right there. Kansas City's defense did what they needed to do. Chris Jones had a great game. They were pressuring Burrow, like we said, was going to be the issue. I mean, again, one more time, this is the issue that Cincinnati has not being able to protect Burrow and he throws two picks. Now the one was a great defensive play tipped the, the rookie tipped it to his other, to his, uh, to another player. Um, but still, I mean, you can complain about the refs all you want Cincinnati fans, but you know, five, five sacks and two picks. That's not, that's not going right. to do it for you.
1: The I'm going to say this right now. I'm going to get this out there. The, okay. the Bengals have one more year. To be Super Bowl contenders. Okay. Because after this year, they're going to start losing pieces. Because everybody, they're going to have to start paying everybody. They're going to yes. have to pay Burrow this year. Next year, they're going to have to pay Jamar Chase. And now you're, there's not enough money to, to to get spread around. Joe Burrow deserves every cent he's going to make. Mm-hmm. Jamar Chase deserves every penny he's going to make. Yep. So I pay those two guys, which are two of the top people in the entire league at their position. Right. And now we all of a sudden have a Rodgers-Devontae-Adams problem where it's like, uh, I don't have enough money to go around. So now you're going to have to start drafting cheap and young to to fill pieces either on your defense or your offense, and it's it's going to get rough.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think they will be back. I think they're definitely going to be... They're still, next year for sure, they're, I mean, top three in the league. Buffalo's still gonna be a contender. I mean, they're gonna have their issues, like we have already addressed, but um Cincinnati's gonna be back. But you're right. When they start having to pay for people, that's gonna be the question. The players that they let go and don't pay don't pay, will that come back to bite them in the butt? Will that yep. keep them from being contenders going forward? So we'll Chase Higgins,
1: happens. Boyd, Hurst. These are all mm-hmm. people you're gonna to have to pay here eventually. Mixon. Yeah. I don't know how long he's in a contract for. There's a lot of, I mean, they're good because how good their offense is, but you got to cheat out somewhere.
0: I I definitely Higgins is going to demand a contract and he may go elsewhere in order to get it. But he also may be willing to take a pay cut to to stay there. I don't know. Also, I think three, I think they move on teams.
1: Three out of four teams had quarterbacks on their rookie contracts.
0: That's impressive.
1: Well, I mean, that means they have money. to have other
0: people. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, they're...
1: and I know Mahomes is getting fifty million a year, but in the long term, it's a good deal for uh, the Chiefs. Oh,
0: for Kansas City? Oh, yeah. That was that was brilliant when they yep. then when they when they negotiated that. But I mean, if, even... I think
1: if I was playing quarterback, I feel like I would also structure my contract the same way. Like, hey, pay me now. Like, let's get some money, make me a top player, but we'll have it be increasingly team friendly as time goes on. Mm-hmm. So that way. Uh, we can actually bring in pieces and win some stuff. Yeah. You know, no, it makes give sense. us a chance to build.
0: Oh yeah, absolutely. I think Cincinnati probably moves on from Joe Mixon when they have to pay him. They've, they've not shown a commitment to him, especially maybe it's a, maybe it's a desire to keep him healthy, but the amount of run that Samaj P Ryan got this year, I think they move on from Nixon, whether that means they draft somebody or go cheap free agent or just go by committee. I don't know, but we'll see what happens there. Okay. Uh, So that's going to do it for those games. Let's talk coaching carousel before we kind of put a bow on the weekend. Third and three. Coaching carousel show. So going into the weekend, there were five teams that still needed a head coach. One of those got filled. Um, Carolina Panthers hired former Indianapolis coach Frank Reich. So first first reaction, what do you think of that hire?
1: I don't think anything of it. <laughs> no, I mean, legitimately, I don't. He didn't really work out. I didn't hate him at, at Indianapolis. I didn't love him. I thought he was a good coach. I think he probably got scapegoated a little bit. Uh, Panthers are kind of a wallowing organization in my opinion i think that it's a a safe place to go rehabilitate your career because if you suck nobody's gonna yell at you because they're used to sucking and (laughs) you still have this mess of a quarterback situation i don't know
0: you really don't have a quarterback no I just you get to go
1: pick your guy
0: yeah well that's the thing i think he's going to be able to start over i mean i've seen a lot of mock drafts show them picking levis out of kentucky so he's going to be able to pick his guy right. still got dj Moore. you don't have much of a running back i mean you got the two-headed monster with foreman and hubbard but you know we'll see what happens there really that's a you got some young guys monster. on defense what's that
1: that's a two-headed monster that's more like the it... cat dog thing from Nickelodeon. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well it was at the end of... okay monster as in is just freaky uh yeah, it's not okay. necessarily effective Um, So we'll see what happens there. So that means that there are still four uh, teams that need a head coach. So Arizona, the Cardinals, obviously Cliff Kingsbury is on a beach somewhere in Thailand, Denver. Nathaniel Hackett is now the OC in the Jets. And we could talk later about, uh, you know, thoughts of whether or not that means Aaron Rodgers is going to go there. I think it. it, Wait, wait,
1: wait, wait, wait. We got some hardcore deja vu. What did they also say that about Denver?
0: Yeah, that's true. You're absolutely okay. right. Okay. And I'm not saying Thank I am you. not at all saying he's gonna Thank go you. there. Okay. You're right. I'm not at all saying he's gonna go How there. How'd that
1: work out for you last time, all you people? What, like, oh hack the went there.
0: What I am saying, what I am saying Wait, is me this. that
1: why wouldn't why wouldn't the Raiders try and come get Rogers? And reunite him with Devontae Adams. A proven connection that makes them instant contenders.
0: I guess it depends on what they have to offer. I don't know. It sounds like it's gonna be obvious and, and so it should be a steep price to pay for Rodgers if they're gonna trade for him. And it sounds yeah. like the Jets are the only people stupid enough to do it. So I mean
1: Well, they do need him. I I declare Jimmy G to Oh the yeah, Jets, and I'm staying by that. I'm I'm staying by my Jimmy G prediction. I just don't I, think- I don't think you go wrong there. I don't think that the Packers are going to move him.
0: Well they I, I don't
1: see it happening.
0: They I think that they've proven they will up to this point. Yeah. They've proven up to this point that they've been unwilling to do anything that they want to make this relationship work as dysfunctional as it is at sometimes. So, here's I just laugh at this cuz this is such a jet thing to do because they hire uh, Nathaniel Hackett as their OC. And He's a good OC.
1: Why? Uh, that is not a bad hire. That is a fantastic uh, oh, hire. Hold
0: on, hold on a second. He is a hold good on.
1: offensive coordinator.
0: He is a good offensive coordinator with Aaron Rodgers. Every other year that Nathaniel Hackett was an offensive coordinator or a head coach, in this case, this past year, save one, save one, he had a bottom five offense in the NFL. Every other well, year. So let us not... Crown him a great offensive coordinator until he's we see a great offensive it coordinator
1: with the with the Green Bay Packers. That was yes. some, and
0: potent, that's that's some potent absolutely there. Absolutely, he figured it out. But was it because of Rodgers? I mean, that's a question that we don't know how to answer because every other opportunity he's been given has been proven. we'll, we'll find so, out
1: how he does with Jimmy G. <laughs>
0: The Jets have rolled the die. Basically, they're like, look, we could have a terrible team next year, uh, but we've got a chance to get Aaron Rodgers. So anyway, so Denver's all that Wait, to say, are Denver they going to have a terrible have team? A
1: what? The the only thing the Jets are missing is a quarterback.
0: I agree. And maybe another but wide receiver. We still don't know what Hackett's going to do. We still don't know what that team looks like with him because Sal is the defensive guy. He's got the defense. So now they're going to leave it to Hackett. We're going to find out if he's actually a good offensive coach, or if it was Aaron Rodgers. Houston still needs a head coach, the Texans, and Indianapolis is still without a head coach. So, of those four that are left, Arizona, Denver, Houston, Indianapolis. Well, apparently
1: Denver is untouchable. What what, what, are you going to say? Which one do I take?
0: Yes, which one do you take? Houston. Which team, if you if you had your pick and could be the head coach of any of them, which of them do you take? Houston. Why?
1: Because I'm getting a great draft pick, mm-hmm. and I'm playing in a conference that is rebuilding with the exception of, or I'm sorry, division that is rebuilding with the exception of the Jaguars, and I got a legitimate like time to become something. Because Indianapolis is one of those teams that also is kind of kaputs right now. So I've got Indianapolis in my division, we're Houston, the Jaguars, and the Titans. The Titans weren't that good, honestly. Not that scary down the stretch. No Jaguars are going to be good. I got one other rebuilding team, and then I can rebuild. So even if I come in last in a rebuilding division, I'm still okay.
0: So you would basically you would rather go into a a team and a situation where you could it could be yours. Yes.
1: I rather just feel than like Indianapolis,
0: proven, Indianapolis, just I feel like their their owners,
1: Jim Irsay, just medals.
0: Oh, I agree. I don't know. Indianapolis too, he certainly would not too much. be the one. And
1: then you heard about Denver where they're not really going to have a GM. So the coach is going to have to report directly to the owners and nobody wants to do that. Uh, Peyton already said no. Uh Uh, D'Amico Ryan said no, the head coach for the defensive coordinator for the 49ers. And Jim Harbaugh is still in a willy won'ty kind of thing with them. So apparently, their (laughs) top three guys that they want don't even want them. And apparently, nobody wants Russell Wilson either. It's a, the Denver's the best, man.
0: Denver is such a coin flip because nobody knows if Russell Wilson and that whole offensive situation, if that was a result or just a, if that was just a, a bad mixture of everything that went into that, Russell Wilson on his first year, no Devontae Williams, Nathaniel Hackett not being able to be a head coach, nobody knows if that's just a terrible mixture of that or if you know it was a one-time thing. Is it going to continue? Because, I mean, you've got... As far as a team with talent, Denver's the team. If you're looking at a team with talent they- ready to go right now,
1: yeah, they okay, got a, those, They've got yeah. a top
0: defense. They've got, I mean, Russell Wilson as a name, and and except for this year, I mean, yeah, obviously well, this year he was more name than
1: game. This year,
0: I agree. I agree. You know, if you get Javante Williams back, you've got a great young running back. I mean, you've got some studs at wide receiver. So there's just a lot of question. I mean, how many times did we say this year that if the Broncos scored more than 18 points, they have a great record? So if you fix if you figure out a way what the problem was with the offense and fix that, man, you've got a great team. And I'm not saying that Denver would be my choice necessarily, but it would certainly be one to consider. Indianapolis
1: right. is the only team on there that I feel like has name power. The rest of them are just kind of trash. Really? I don't see I don't see that. At least No, I mean Indianapolis is like, okay, they kind of have had a culture of winning over the past you know five six seven years maybe houston hasn't I mean, denver got, hasn't arizona who, hasn't
0: who wants matt ryan as their co- quarterback
1: oh i don't want indianapolis
0: yeah yeah that's what i'm
1: saying like who it's wants not to because to of matt ryan it's because of their owner okay all right so did you hear that houston. peyton manning might they, they were trying to get peyton manning in for an interview
0: uh, yeah i did they still might hi- rehire Jeff Saturday. So I have absolutely no faith in what's going to go on in Indianapolis. That is an absolute disaster. Yeah, it is. It's because uh, their owner Raider's still owner ra- Yes, Raiders still the only team to lose to an ESPN analyst, by the way. Uh, all right, so which team that has not fired their coach this year, which team still should? Dallas. Uh, and that's the easy pick, right? Yeah. It's McCarthy.
1: I, I mean, no, I, but the, Dallas has changed. I'm I'm calling this the the Hemp Daddy Index. Uh, yeah. <laughs> hey,
0: first of all, first of all, let us say hashtag firekill and more. It worked, yes by it the way. Did. That's right. We got another one.
1: The the Hemp Daddy Index on uh on Dak Prescott. He was all about desperate. You could not slander Dak Prescott. Oh my True. goodness! If you said anything bad about Dak Prescott, he's gonna go out there and say. How he was the this and the that and the whatever stat he heard <laughs> from his guys on the radio and the Talking Cowboys podcast this week, okay, all about that. Now all of a sudden, he's like,
0: "Get rid of, get
1: rid of old that Prescott. Uh, get Aaron Rodgers in here." Posting the Aaron Rodgers. We talked about this last week. You know, yeah, we, we went over this, okay. <laughs> the hemp daddy index has now swung the other way it's in the negative we're trending down okay we're losing points the the the, the D is down 12 points okay
0: <laughs> oh i like that okay. i like that
1: uh so old hemp daddy 12 now thinks that we're we're out and we're cooled on deck prescott which means more than likely that McCarthy is going to stay. They're going to move on from Dak Prescott and try and find somebody else, whether it's Cooper Rush and they make it a competition between the two of them in the off season, or if they draft Dak's successor this year, that could also happen. Uh, I'm not sure how many years he has left on his contract. Dak does, but old McCarthy is now going to call the plays, which I mean, he was a good, he was a good offensive-minded guy. I yeah. mean, I think that he had leadership issues. I think that he mentally checked out in Green Bay. We've discussed this in previous years. But he's like – I'm not going to say anything bad about McCarthy. Whether this succeeds or whether it doesn't, I don't know. I just feel like this is doomed for failure, his tenure with the Cowboys. Well, Where's-
0: isn't it isn't, – isn't everybody that takes the Cowboys job while – you know, oh, what's his Jerry face Jones is the is owner. Yeah, while yes. Jerry Jones is the yes. owner. For failure. As soon as you get hired, your days are numbered. It's just pretty much the way that it is. Um, I just feel like so,
1: this is terrible, but I don't think they're going to win a Super Bowl until Jerry Jones is dead. I would agree with you. I think once Jerry Jones dies or gets out of the hands-on business, I think they win a Super Bowl.
0: They definitely have a good chance. Ah, uh, so we're going Dallas. That's the likely pick. I'm still standing by. Brandon Staley in Los Angeles with the chargers just with everything that's going on. And he clearly does not know how to coach a team, but if you're not
1: going to, but if you're going to fire a guy, wouldn't you have already fired him and started your, your search?
0: Oh yeah, absolutely. They're not going to, I'm just saying they should have Hmm. at this point. They're going in. I mean, they they hired Kellen Moore to be their offensive coordinator, so they're rolling with two idiots. So you know, this is going to be a it's going to be a great year for for Charger fans. So buckle up, folks. All right, so we talked about the teams, and let's just talk just for a moment about some of the the hot names of of uh, you know people that that are being thrown around, being hired for some of these. Obviously, you mentioned a couple of them: Sean Payton, former Saints coach, uh, Jim Harbaugh, Michigan coach. Says that he's going back to Michigan, but he's had two interviews with Denver. Still uh still up in the air there. Uh you mentioned the defensive coordinator for the 49ers, D'Amico Ryans, the Rams defensive coordinator, Raheem Morris. Um, you know, this is offensive crazy yeah, eyebrows, offense, man. Yeah, Mike uh, Kafka, the Mike Giants Kafka, offensive yeah. coordinator is man, still out dude there. Dude has
1: some pointy eyebrows. <laughs>
0: enemy is still a name that gets thrown around. It's, I think at this point, year, though. I know, and I don't know why. I but maybe he just wants to stay in Kansas City, and maybe he's oh, just, uh, he knows his lane. Uh,
1: um, no, he already said he's staying with Detroit. Never mind. I'll say Detroit's offensive coordinator. I forget his name, but he already said he's staying in Detroit.
0: Yeah. Um. So, of those big names being thrown around, which of Sean them Payton. would you, Sean Payton? That's, that's not even a question. It's the clear one on one.
1: Yeah, no, that's it's not the only
0: problem. The, the only problem is sh- Jim Harbaugh, because you really? can hate on
1: Jim Harbaugh all you want. The man he had success wins in the NFL. And he turns,
0: huh? He had success in the NFL. He did.
1: He he comes in and he turns our organizations around. He took yep. a, a a pathetic 49ers team and turned them around. He took a pathetic yep. Wolverines team and he's turned them around. The the man wins games and the man turns teams uh, cultures around and franchises around. I'll take him as my number two, but Peyton number one. Yeah,
0: it's gotta be Peyton.
1: Peyton, Peyton's playing it smart. Peyton's going to sit out one more year. Old McCarthy's going to get fired this in 2024. (laughs) And then he's going to walk into the Dallas job.
0: It's it's the long game. My take. Why? Why not? Why not? Because I mean, at this point you're still making more money as a Fox analyst. Yep. you know, you're is he still getting paid by the Saints? Do they still have his contract? Because doesn't a team have to trade? Yes, like He's first still, round yes. picks the Saints. Tra- yes, to so I mean, Sean Payton pick. is like this is like the life for Sean Payton. Yep. And yes, when the Cowboys or another big name team fires their coach next year, okay. So let's talk. Let's talk just in generalities next year. Who are the teams – who are the coaches going into the year in the hot seat?
1: Oh, McCarthy, Staley. Well, obviously,
0: um, those two guys for sure. But depending
1: on how this offseason goes, it seems ridiculous, but I bet you Matt LaFleur is a, is not on a hot seat but a warm seat. Uh, yeah. Just how the whole – Matt's problem is that – this is not me speaking in the third person about myself. Matt's quality and his <laughs> problem is that he hesitates to move off of people. So mm-hmm. Matt won't get fired because he did a bad job. He's going to get fired because the people he let continue to coach did a bad job. That's That would be why. Yeah. Uh, let me think. Uh, I think that you could see the Atlanta Falcons guy be on a warm seat. Yeah, Arthur Smith hot.
0: could be on a warm Smith. I think – uh I mean, Dennis Allen with the Saints, maybe. Um, yeah,
1: well, kind of middling warm. Yeah. I think Desha- Mike, uh, Deshaun Mike McDaniels. I bet you Mike McDaniels is.
0: Yeah, maybe. Josh McDaniels, I think, could be in Las Vegas. Oh, I'm
1: sorry. Yeah, yeah, that's what I meant, Josh McDaniels.
0: Yeah, Josh McDaniels. I think Stefanski Not with Mike the McDaniels. Mike McDaniels is not. No, 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 he's not. I think Stefanski with the Browns could find himself on the hot seat.
1: Especially yeah,
0: if used to being bad. <laughs> I know, but they're also used to firing coaches left and right. So
1: that's true. I bet you Riverboat Ron with the commanders. He's the other guy. I I'm thought about that,
0: hunt. but I mean, he had such a good year this past year. I mean, it's, it's, yeah, maybe. What how about long uh, you, Vrab- how long
1: are you going to use the excuse that you don't have a quarterback? I mean, how long is that? Oh, one good for yeah.
0: Him? I mean, you at some so point, you've got to
1: stop that, that excuse.
0: What about Vrabel with the Titans? No. I,
1: I I. didn't think so, he's but I just thought he's such a solid dude that he's not going anywhere. They'd be like firing yeah. Dan Campbell. It's like no.
0: It's true. That's true. Dan Campbell, Dan Campbell's gonna coach in Detroit until he goes to the grave. Like literally, he will die on the field on his last game.
1: Mike, uh, Rabel, in my opinion, has a lot of the same qualities as Mike Tomlin. Oh, they're, absolutely. Uh, they're a rough and tumble, no nonsense. We win games, culture kind of guy, mm-hmm. and even when it looks like they absolutely suck, he's gonna get you just about into the playoffs or come out with a winning record. I mean, I know mm-hmm. that they had that completely cold streak at the end of uh, this season. Yeah, it is what it is, but I think that Mike Vrabel is
0: he's still your guy. Yeah, no, I agree. I I think for them, they got to man. What are Titan fans feeling like watching AJ Brown go to the Super Bowl? Yeah,
1: well, probably like Packer fans watching MVS go to the Super Bowl.
0: <laughs> oh, that's funny. All right. Well, let's go ahead and get ready to close it out tonight. And uh, we're not going to make any picks tonight because uh, we've got one more week before the Super Bowl, but we're at least going to make sure everybody knows where we stand before yeah, we it end tonight. Sucks. Fourth and short. Okay. So, in lieu of making picks, let's just review where we stand. And then next week, we will make our Super Bowl picks and we will also pick our players for the touchdown draft. So, it has not been a postseason that I'd like to remember in picks for me. Uh, Matt, you have definitely done much better. Um, so, here through Ooh, you're double, double O, yeah, baby. Yeah, it was bad. Through the championship week, I have gone six and six. Both picks this weekend were wrong, and uh, yeah, so I am done. I have no chance. Uh, you correctly chose Philadelphia, incorrectly chose Cincinnati, and so that leaves you at nine and three for the playoffs, so congratulations. You win our playoff. If I just em. didn't
1: get fancy, and if I just went with the people who I thought would probably win the good quarterback playing at home. I would have picked both of the right ones, but I didn't, I tried yeah. to get fancy on that Cincinnati pick.
0: Yeah. But I think that was, it was, it was at least the visual right pick. I mean, from what we saw Cincinnati should have probably won that game and even obviously still had a chance. so, so next week we'll pick our super bowl winners and we'll give you a chance as fans to pick them as well. Now, the touchdown draft is a uh, different story. So, Matt, you kind of got a little cold since the wild card round. I know, And uh, things have changed. So, last week, Matt, you picked Joe Mixon and Kenneth Gainwell. And as we already said, Joe Mixon had a chance and got taken out in favor of Samadji P. Ryan on the goal line. I took Jalen Hurts and T. Higgins. Both of them scored a touchdown on the ground Higgins through the air. And so that now has turned the touchdown draft into my favor with a five to four lead. And so all is right in the world. And uh, man, this is kind of like the way the season ended for you with a long extended gone cold cold baby. So we will see next week. Uh, Next week. I think it's a good thing for us that Philadelphia got in because we've got a few more options of players that haven't been chosen. Uh, but uh, it will be interesting to see who we get to choose next week. So next week, everybody. Matt, do you know what next week is?
1: Not the Super Bowl.
0: It is not the Super Bowl. It's probably it The, shorties. the first time the the shorties shorties back. Back. okay i did not week. know what was it did you change the theme music no no i forgot i hit the wrong drop uh, uh, that was okay. uh, superhero music i used for trent when he came back the first week no gotcha. the shorties next week we're gonna give our nominations for the shorty awards and then the following week super bowl weekend When we review what happens in the Super Bowl, we will give our uh, Shorty Awards out. So next week, stay tuned. Make sure you're listening next week. We're going to make sure that you, the fans, get to vote on who wins our Shorty Awards this year. We're going to have some new ones. So make sure that you're listening. It's going to be exciting. I'm looking forward to it. It is, of course, uh, to quote
1: Kip from Napoleon Dynamite. That's what I'm talking about.
0: that's right and for all you jabronis who listen and don't vote i have nothing to say to you so make sure next week you're listening the shorty award nominations i'm looking forward to the most prestigious award show in the land of course it is it is and and i, I the only regret that i have about the shorties is that we can't give ourselves one.
1: well know. we could and we will we will because we're going to be on the best opener that's right
0: it's going to be a great time All right, everybody make sure that you follow us on Instagram at 4th and Short Podcast rate and review share with your friends peace out everybody thank you for listening to another episode of the 4th and Short Podcast join the conversation and follow us on Instagram at 4th and Short Podcast Probably an alliteration of an Italian dialect. G.M. Bony literally ham. So are you calling somebody a ham? Yes. Ideally, we are. Ideally.